I wonder what's on the tube. Welcome back. Thank you for being a friend. What you talking about, Willis? You are a meathead. No soup for you. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Sitcom My Face. I'm Nick Franco, and with me, as always, Jay Bidwell. God, I still love that name, Sitcom My Face. Every time I hear it, every time I say it, it just makes me smile. (laughs) You can't not (laughs) smile when saying that. (laughs) Makes me a little horny, too, which I also like, so, I mean. Oh, there we go. Yeah, sitcom my face. <laughs> Guaranteed to give you the all the sitcom goodness and, and horniness <laughs> available. Damn right. Is it weird to put the host's own quote on the reviews? <laughs> <laughs> It'll make Bidwell you smile. Says. It'll make you hard. <laughs> what? Jay Bidwell. The fuck? Wait, did he say hard to smile? Oh, no, he said <laughs> it'll make you hard and you'll smile. Okay, all right, there we go. <laughs> so this week I... Really, just want to watch some more Modern Family. Yeah. Oh, I I had a lot of fun watching that show, and and since like I've also like caught it in syndication, so it's like, oh, cool. You know, I've actually caught episodes that I that we watched or that I also watched additional uh, when we were uh, planning. You rewatched uh, episodes already. You like that's impressive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, it's already worth rewatching the episodes I just watched. That's pretty good. Exactly. I learned a few tidbits about that afterwards. I think I watched a little YouTube doc on it, and one of them said that Matt LeBlanc was originally supposed to be Phil. Yes, I, I did read that. I was like, what the fuck? That would have yeah, been a that, whole that, different show, right? Oh, d- definitely. Uh, like, yeah, I... I... I'm trying to picture Matt LeBlanc in that role. Again, he does the dopey good, but I don't know if he would have had the full, I don't know, full package. Well, have you seen um, Man with a Plan, I think it's called, the other sitcom he did? No, the, the, that's the newer one from uh Yeah, I think it's uh, on LeBlanc. CBS. It's, I believe you're right. And he, he plays the father of the fan. It's like, it's all right. It's not a terrible show. Mm. It's got the wife. <laughs> it ain't no Joey. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's not as bad as Joey. Um, and Joey, and Joey is like not great, but it's still not near the worst <laughs> shit I've Dre ever seen. Ma- Dre and Mateo, Mateo still Mateo. going. Wait, but <laughs> Mateo, potato. <laughs> Dre and Mateo. Um, but but uh, Dre and Mateo is still saying it's like, wait, I got killed on the Sopranos for this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was I was like trying to think of how Modern Family would be with him, and I was like, on on that man with a plan, he's not bad, but he's no Phil. Like he's not. No, no. Like again, Phil has a. It's not a total dopey characteristic, but he's he's just like childish. Mm-hmm. That, that, that's I think one of the best ways to put it. But, you know, he he was just a little more, you know, uh, apt to uh, do do silly things, say silly things. I did yeah. try one of the, um, one of the, I don't know if it was one of the ones we watched, but there was an episode where they were talking about putting the salt in the chocolate milk. Oh no, no, I did not. Catch and that I, one. I, I tried it. She's good. You ever tried really? that? Really? You ever put a little Ooh. salt in your chocolate milk? 
I've never tried salt and the chocolate milk. I, you know, like I, I know salt and chocolate is a a combination uh, you mm-hmm. used in uh, in certain desserts. Yeah, that, one, so one of the episodes I watched, I think Manny had like a little girlfriend or something, and um, Gloria gave Manny a glass of chocolate milk and the little girlfriend that she was jealous of, like their relationship, of course, because she's the overprotective mother. Mm-hmm. The little girl's like, "You should put a little salt in there," and she's like, "It's fine the way it is," and she's like, "Well, you should try it," and she tries it, and she's like, "It's horrible." You know, and then the girl walks away and she's like, it's delicious. (laughs) She was right. It was delicious. That that is uh, going back to Modern Family again. I think that was a perfectly cast show, too. I I, I think just like all the all the players were were the right ones, right choices. I tell you, this week's yeah. show is, uh, uh, this unlike, week's show uh, is not that <laughs> Unlike other shows, getting to this week's show. <laughs> what did we watch um, this week, Jay? Good God, buddy. Um, we watched a show that really made me wish I was watching Three's Company. Yeah. Or Married with Children. Mm-hmm. Or, or Just Shoot Me. Or any other show besides yeah. the show we watched. So uh, this was one you pulled up, right? Have we talked about this already? Uh, yeah, well, we were saying it's like we're going to pull a show from like the early 2000s. So, you know, we, we were we were shuffling through some of the shows from the early 2000s. And I was like, oh, yeah, I, I had never actually watched A Simple Rules. Oh, this is your first viewing of this? Oh, this is my first viewing of this. It's just like I know the things that happened. And because of those things that happened, I figured, hmm, let, let's give it a shot. You know, let, 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 let's see what, you know, the... Uh, the buzz was about, uh, be, you know, be, so do we, do we call Ritter. it eight simple rules or eight simple rules for dating my teenage daughter? Well, yeah, that was the original title, but, <laughs> right. but which that got scrapped and it just became eight simple rules. Yeah. So this was a show. What years did this run? Uh, 2002 to 2005. So this is a show that starred John Ritter, who everybody fucking loves and yeah. Katie Seagal, who everybody fucking loves. And some kids that I didn't know two of them. I only knew that what's the blonde chick that everyone knows okay, now. Kaylee from, Coco. She's yeah, she, not, she, she's on Big Bang Theory. Yeah. yeah, she's more famous for that now, I would think. Oh, definitely. No, she. yeah, pe- people forget that she was actually on this show. It's like, oh, yeah. I do right. remember the talk in high school of people having a little crush on her. I thought she was pretty sexy in this show. Mm-hmm. The few the few kids who were watching this <laughs> the show very watered down fucking <laughs> family is it is it family friendly show i mean it there are it's a weird line this show tries to yeah, walk th- 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 it does try to straddle the line here between family friendly and like family values versus the hey let's, let's get some cheap laughs at some like uh sexy humor or you know like uh some uh you know some risque uh, uh bits but um yeah, it doesn't straddle the line well, and there's a lot that it doesn't do well. <laughs> yeah, so this is a family sitcom. You got your parents, you got two daughters and a son. Um, very, very generic, very bland. It's not one of the worst shows I've ever seen. No, um, oh, it's definitely not the worst show, but yeah, we can think of many better. The weird thing about this show is that everyone on it is like super talented. And that's the odd thing about this show, <laughs> because again, the pedigrees of the people that you've already named, again, um, Katie Segal from um, 
uh, what you're married with children, and also known for Sons of Anarchy, and no, yeah, like there's multiple shows that yeah, Katie has uh, done. Did you love so the Did on. you love the roast clip I sent you with Anthony Jezelneck last night? Oh yes. Night? What do you say, uh, <laughs> Katie Seagal? You are a very talented actress. He's like you were on Married with Children, the show that changed comedy. You were on Sons of Anarchy, the show that changed drama. And you were on Eight Simple Rules, the show that the show killed, that John, killed Ritter. John Ritter. <laughs> You're like, oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, I, I think the word last night that I used with you was the the best way to put it is this show neuters a lot of talented people. It's true. It's very true, unfortunately. Uh, and <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And, and, like, I, I don't think. T- t- tell me if you agree on this. Again, they have okay. You have the dad, John Ritter. You have the the wife, you know, Katie Segal. You have the two daughters, um, Kaylee Cuoco and um, uh, what's her Is name again? Amy, Amy something. Yeah, um, no, 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 no. Amy Davidson. Thank you. And that that uh, the younger sister is was twenty three years old when the show started. Wow. So so she was actually older than her older sister. Right. Yeah, she was twenty three. So by the end of it, she would be twenty six. And then uh, the 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 last the the son Rory played by Martin. And now I don't know if this is a um, Nordic name or something, but Martin Spani- Spangers or Spaniards or that is know. quite a name for a little white boy, huh? Yeah. <laughs> now, hey, hey, here's the crazy thing. When I first saw him, I was like, "Wait a second, was he on Malcolm in the Middle?" Oh, you think he looks like Reese? Yeah, he he has he has that look about it. He's not related, and, is he? Uh, not that I'm aware of. But Martin Spaniards uh, was actually on the pilot to My- Malcolm in the Middle. <laughs> hmm. I think he played Richard. I think was the character. That's like there was a. Strangely enough, there was a little girl in one of the episodes we're going to talk about. In the Doyle, mm-hmm. the Doyle wedding episode? Yes. The little dark-haired girl with the freckles? She was in, like, an episode of, like, 20 different shows. Oh, my God. <laughs> a lot that we've covered. I think she was on, like, Just Shoot Me and a bunch of random shows that we had talked about already. Oh, I think she was even excellent. on Norm episode. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. That was just one of those weird things you find in the rabbit hole. You're like, what the mm. fuck? So, but it's like, like you said, you know, the, you, you've got these, you know, you know, pedigrees. You've got these really talented people, but... I don't think any of the characters were really well defined, and I think that's you have, one of the problems. You have Dad Joke Ritter, who's making dad jokes before dad jokes, who are just yeah, they're not funny. Um, no, not every in the least. and 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 not and not funny in the hey he bombed at that joke. Oh, that's funny. It's just like oh he made a dad joke. Yeah, that just wasn't funny. Well, and what type of humor was Ritter no, most known for? Well, on Three's Company. He he was um, very well known for the fr- first the misunderstanding type of humor, you know, like you know that 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 show is big on the misunderstandings, and he was very known for physical humor, which, which none of it. <laughs> we get like almost <laughs> none of it in this show. That, that there was one episode I saw where he got to use that physical humor, and I'll I'll, I'll bring that one up, yeah, but when we get into it, but yeah. Uh, the physical humor was his his main thing, and he was not really able to use it. Uh, Katie Segal, I don't think her character was well defined from the get go. 
It's she like, is it, so it got funny, and then they it, don't it, let it, her do anything. Right. At, at the beginning, the focus was on John Ritter and the girls. Because even the kid, Rory, the, the son, it's like he was just like, if you want to say, the, the, the mischievous, uh, mischievous little brother. And mm-hmm. he would just like show up, you know, he'd be hiding in a closet or whatever. You know, like he'd have some kind of uh, gossip on somebody. And that's about it. That like so this, that that was the definition of his character. We joked about this being the show that killed John Ritter. That was a Jezel neck joke on the Roseanne yes. roast. So this show is most famous for the fact that this is the show Ritter was doing when he died of a massive heart attack in real life. So Correct. the show ran for three seasons, as he said. He made it to what four episodes into the second season. That's correct. And then as that's well. when he died. And this is a weird case where. The star of your show dies. I don't know. Was this show a big hit, really? I don't. I guess it must have been. Maybe. I, I guess it was somewhat of a hit. Like I think the the ratings were still good. I don't know. You know, was it leading because it was part of the, I believe the TGIF on um, oh, ABC. It? Really. Yeah, so well, that's, yeah, not, not know, a lot I'm, of good comes out of TGIF. I'm glad you reminded <laughs> me of that because I remembered you, that one episode you were talking to me and you said, I think it was The Odd Couple, when you were like, name another popular Friday night sitcom. And I should have said anything on TGIF probably was pretty popular. <laughs> I, right. I didn't think about it at the time. Um, so this is a, a weird case, though, where the star of your show dies and they decided to continue. Correct. And, and in fact, the episodes the direct episodes that followed his death mm-hmm. actually they you know kill off you know his character on the show and there's a uh there are two episodes you know goodbye part one and goodbye part two that are not really sitcom it's it's really drama mm-hmm. on a sitcom although i was ready to whoever was doing the music on that show i was ready to strangle them because they were using kind of like the Older sitcom, um, the sappy cues. Yes, the sappy cues of the piano. Mm. In I, I don't know if like you notice it, but I think in more modern sitcoms, when something you know like you know tragedy or whatever, it's more silence. It's more real. It's like let let the characters <laughs> soak in it. Well, and this rather is rather than this, hold on, we need the little twinkle of the uh, the, you know, the 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 keys, yeah, you know, like especially when you're you don't even have people acting at this point. These people lost a friend. They seriously lost somebody, and that's why actually those two episodes are the highest rated episodes of this whole series because they truly all the actors were grieving. Isn't that weird? Like, and the they thing, didn't have to act. It is weird though because. I wonder how long they took a hiatus. It said they took a hiatus. I, I yeah, I don't. They know still how have long almost a full season, though. Like, there's a yes. lot of episodes in that second season. Mm-hmm. So you're saying you like they have the two episodes they say are like, oh, these are dedicated to Ritter, but that's not the end of it. There's like most of that season yeah. is real somber, sad. There's not a lot of comedy in those no. following episodes. No, it's not till later. It's like when you. Okay, they introduce other characters later in that second scene. Well, it's a sitcom. Uh, uh, yeah, a situation <laughs> drama, <laughs> <laughs> or or the old dramedy. They uh, forgot the comma. They're the comedy in the fucking in the yeah. sitcom. <laughs> they was drama. Yeah, forgot the D. Um, but they introduced other characters such as uh, Kate's dad. Yeah, you know, like um, 
Katie Seagal's dad, played by James Garner of the Rockford Files. Uh, Which James, Gar- James Garner is a great actor. I don't think he's oh, funny. He yeah, I, I I didn't know him he particularly didn't- for humor humor. He was, the strange thing is, I don't know if you ever watched the old Rockford Files. He was, mm-hmm. like, he had that sort of kind of like sarcastic, funny type of, you the, know, the funniest I've ever seen him was in Maverick. Files, but it was dramedy. He uh, was kind yeah, of drama. funny in Maverick. Yes. Yeah, that's true. But um, no, he 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 comes into this show, and I, I think he's supposed to be part of the grieving process, but we already have enough of that. So I feel like you should have brought in the the funny characters quicker, right? Yeah. You don't need, oh, an, you don't need another somber, bland character on this show when everyone's no. already distraught. But the other, well, uh, another character that was brought in also during the Goodbye episodes, another sitcom uh, <laughs> special being that, going back a couple of episodes, Suzanne Plachette plays Kate's mom. <laughs> and I, I was like, wait, is that Suzanne Plachette? <laughs> We're watching the show. It's like, oh, my God. So it's like you're bringing in all these. How did they hitters. write her out again then? Yeah. Yeah. And then afterwards, yeah, you didn't see her. Did she go home and leave the husband there, or were they divorced? Or? I believe. Well, I believe they were. When they came in for those goodbye episodes, they were. Um, what do you call it? They were separated. Ah, uh, okay. But not divorced. But the way she took it was more as like a kind of. Well, yeah, it's separated, but this is a for good type of thing. So, yeah, it's a whole. It's a whole season where you go, man. I wish it, they'd get back to the comedy, but then you think. Well, the comedy that they were doing wasn't that good anyway. A lot of period jokes, a lot of teenage girl period jokes. I think there was, I watched three or four in a row where in the first five minutes they had a period joke. Yeah, I I, I remember like a couple of like, yeah, the the John Ritter uncomfort, uh, discomfort, like trying to, you know, bring up, you know, like, is it her time of month? But it's like, is it? Your, I, I forget like the different um, yeah, and like, they, like they were just he was giving, but like none of them were hitting. There was literally a, a handful of episodes. They all had the same fucking joke, but like reworded, and it was all pe- like teenage girl period jokes. Mm-hmm. And you go, what? <laughs> Why? You have this physical comedian yeah. who's brilliant, and John Ritter. You don't let him do any of that. I don't know if he was too old at this point, or he just wasn't into. He wanted to do something else. You have. Peg Bundy, one of the funniest fucking wives on television ever, and you just make her, you make her the naggy, bland, boring mother. Yeah. The, uh, you uh, don't uh, give her uh, uh, anything to do. Uh, until the passing of John. Then they actually started giving her more, ca- because now you're down to your, your main character. So, okay, let's put the focus on her more. So, well, They gave her stories, but they didn't give her comedy. <laughs> no, well, well I, I think in season three, you actually hit more of that because then she's like trying to like maybe think about dating again. And we we again have Ed O'Neill trying to save the day. <laughs> and even he can't do it. Yeah, no, it was a good episode. But yeah, it, it's not like you're not going to save the series in doing so. I hate w- there are so many shows that take place in Michigan. My my home state here are so bad. <laughs> I feel like. <laughs> well, what are the big Michigan shows like? I know like, Home Improvement was Michigan. I, I, yes, I think his definitely. new one might have been too. That Last Man I think Standing so. might have been Michigan as well because he's I from here. I Think so, 
But 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 de- definitely a home improvement was a Michigan show. Uh, this one, eight simple rules. They say they say that in one of them they talk about being in a suburb of Detroit, but another episode they mention Oakdale. So I don't hmm. I don't know if there's an Oakdale suburb maybe by Detroit, but that I'm not sure. Um, because there's an Oakdale over here in in my area. So I was like, oh, oh, sweet. Unless they just made up the name and we're like. They're like, it's, it's Michigan, possible. put a fucking tree in the name, and you're going to have a million hits. <laughs> Unless it's a peach tree, then that's all down in Georgia. That's true. That is true. <laughs> no no matter where you go in, in Georgia, particularly Atlanta, like you can't say, oh, uh, take the right on peach tree, because you don't know what peach tree you're driving on. Peach tree lane, peach tree drive, <laughs> peach tree road, peach tree, it, everything's peach tree. Here's a fun game for you. I want you to... Um, so you got David Spade, John Ritter, Katie Seagal on the show. I want right. you to name as many of their sitcoms as you can. Okay. Well, J- John Ritter, of course. Three's Company. That's the first one that comes to mind. And, of course, this one. Eight Simple Rules. John Ritter, I'm trying to... Uh, didn't he have... Was it Three's a Crowd? I believe that was a spinoff, yeah. Of- that was the spinoff of Three's Company. And I'm trying to think what other ones that he had. Uh... Well, I'll, I'll, let me pause on him. Let's see. Katie Seagal, you had uh, Married with Children. Mm-hmm. Uh, you had this. Again, you're saying sitcoms. So, mm-hmm. okay. So, yeah. <laughs> Sons of Anarchy will not <laughs> cut the mustard on that one. Uh, <laughs> wait. Um, oh, well, Futurama, actually. Key, key player. I'd count Futurama, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, definitely. Um, let's see. Well, do you count the show she's on now? She's she is technically a lead now, I think. Oh, uh, what the hell is it? Uh, the Connors. Connors. That's oh shit. Yeah, I forgot about that. She had a show um, that I almost forgot she was even involved with. Was that Superior Donuts with the guy from? Um, oh God. Um, the guy. What, the that, guy from Taxi. From Taxi. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Judd Hirsch. Yeah. Remember that show that lasted maybe a season. Maybe. <laughs> I did notice on here that she also played What's Her Name's Mom on Big Bang Theory. Wait. Uh, oh, what, Penny's mom? Yeah, it says she played Kelly Cuoco's mom or what? Kate, what's her name? Oh, that's, her fucking that's name? That, yeah, Kaylee Cuoco. So that's actually kind of funny being that, again, going back to this show, she was playing her mom. Yeah, because I was, I was thinking for a moment, uh, I was like, oh, no, that, I thought that was uh, Kathy Bates. But no, Kathy Bates and and... Uh, Teller of Penn and Teller played, um, what the uh, what's her name the the one from Blossom, uh, Maya Bialik was ch- <laughs> played. Her. She was on some show called Chatham. I don't know if that is that a sitcom. She played Sandy. I don't know what that is. <laughs> but <laughs> she Chatham, New Jersey. <laughs> yeah, Superior Donuts was one that I was like, oh yeah, totally fucking forgot about that. Something called okay. Tucker, the Gina Davis show. Oh God, I didn't know Gina Davis had a sitcom. <laughs> Yeah, I, th- I think that was a Fox one, if I if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, the, Fox threw a lot of things against the wall at the beginning, <laughs> and one of the ones to stick was Married with Children. <laughs> She's got some show called Mary from '85 to '86. So that, was that even before Married with Children? Right? Yeah, yeah, you know, because Married with Children was. Ladies. Oh, this is Mary Tyler Moore's sitcom called Mary. Oh my God! Mary Tyler Moore, Ooh. James Farentino. John Aston, Katie. Oh Segal. my God! What is this? Show? Adams. We're going to talk about cool. this show someday. I don't even know. This is oh, cool! Yeah, definitely have to do a uh, deep dive into that one. And then David Spade, of course, he's on a few that I like. Uh, okay, yeah. <laughs> Just shoot me. Rules of engagement. 
uh, this this show again. Uh, he was on. Looks like he's uh, on a uh, new uh, one called Love, or maybe that was twenty. Uh, it was twenty seventeen, twenty eighteen. Okay, yeah, I didn't see that one. The mayor. He played Ed Gunt. Ooh, uh, again, not aware of that show. <laughs> yeah, you said just shoot me and Rules of Engagement. Those are two that I really like. Yeah, no, the, the, those are definitely good shows. <laughs> but getting back to this show, <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I, I think part of what they were thinking is by bringing these heavy hitters in from other sitcoms, you know, you're going to have the nostalgia for these actors and actresses from those sitcoms, and this show can ride that until it really makes it. And how'd that and, and, work and, and, out? Well, how'd that work out? Uh, I'd ask John, but yeah, he, he's not answering now. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't think it uh, worked well. Although they tried their damnedest, well, when it came to uh, you know bringing the nostalgia, because I don't know if you watched the episode "Come and Knock on Our Door." I did. Yep. Yep. Yes, there, there's a dream sequence where he's playing Mr. Roper on Three's Company. And his two daughters are basically playing Chrissy and Janet. And the the guy that was dating both of them at you know one time or another is playing Jack. And, you know, doing a decent job. You know, like, but de- definitely not as good, but... Um, and then, of course, the... Uh, Katie Seagal comes in. She's Mrs. Roper. Which I, I always thought was funny because uh, I always thought of the Ropers on Three's Company as the original Al and Peg. From Mar- they are, oh, yeah. I, I can see that. that the cur- curmudgeonly guy. The, the, yeah. the, 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 the woman that you know, like w- wants to... Is uh, craved for sex, romance. but her husband can't yeah. satisfy her and is very, uh, mm-hmm. very raunchy for a show of that time, I would say. Oh, Those- yeah. Uh, so yeah, Three's Company Children was a show that was like late seventies through mid eighties, probably. Correct. That starred John Ritter, Suzanne Summers, and what's the other one? What's the other? Joyce Dewitt. Joyce Dewitt, yeah. Um, and they were all living together. And according to this show's very thin premise, they weren't allowed to live together because there would be hanky panky. So they had to tell the landlord that Jack was gay, which was the John Ritter character. Right. So in this, he kind of falls asleep watching a rerun or whatever of three's company and in company. his dream he is now the landlord character the old man and the boy who's dating both of his daughters or had dated both of his daughters is his jack character it's jack character and his son rory mm-hmm. is now the larry character <laughs> that's what I actually i meant to talk about this on the newhart the bob newhart show episode where yeah. they're drunk i saw a really interesting <laughs> thing the actor who played Larry on Three's Company, he yes. became an acting coach later. Oh, um, and I saw a thing with him one time talking about how to play drunk, and he he broke it down very well. But I think the gist of it was a lot of people just slur their words and you know do that mm-hmm. shit. But he goes, no, that's not the key to playing drunk. The key is actually to focus very much on what you're saying because drunk people always overthink. Right. So you're actually talking slower and maybe thinking about what you're saying more. You know what I mean? Like that. 
Right. And you, I always thought that was really kind of smart. While doing so, right. but you're trying to focus on saying it right. <laughs> so whenever I see people play drunk or I, I see him, that's what I think of. I thought that was a very good advice. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely uh, good. <laughs> but yeah, he, the son is very funny here as, as uh, Larry. Doing as, the, as Larry. He's doing more of the guys from SNL. The Yes, the wild and crazy guys. <laughs> wild and crazy guys. <laughs> yeah, the Steve Martin and Dan Aykroyd. I'm going to... I'm going to say it, and this might surprise you. I think Rory's my favorite character on the show, the young son. And that's the one I was thinking you were going to go for, because what's strange is I don't think they used him enough. I think they used him more as just, again, I think the focus was on the girls, and Rory was the annoying little brother. Yeah, it doesn't say shit about my teenage son in the title. No, it doesn't say shit about the teenage son, but at the same point, yeah, like... He wasn't given a lot to do, and a lot of what he wound up doing became a lot of the same things. <laughs> like, okay, he's he's hiding in the closet, you know, trying to spy on, you know, like what what's going on with you know with his sisters, trying to get you know the scoop. Did you see the YMCA episode? No, I did not see the YMCA episode. The family joins the uh, the Y to try to get you know back in shape or whatever, and he ends up joining a yoga class, right? Oh boy! Okay. So he's in there being he's like the the real pervy character on the show, yes. <laughs> as you mentioned. Yeah. Oh, oh, he he definitely is. The so pervy, he's in the uh, yoga character. class, but he can't get up now because he's got an erection. <laughs> so he's just laying on the on the floor of the yoga class like way too long to the point where they're like, "Do you need?" The lady like leans down with her bosoms out and is like, "Do you need help with your downward dog?" And he's like, "You're not helping." <laughs> like. <laughs> Um, there's little moments like that with him that I think are really funny. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you have episodes where his storyline is like, uh, Rory brings home a monkey and, and no one else knows about the monkey and he's hoarding bananas to feed the monkey and the monkey's like going in the background. And then at the end, it's never like, it's never like a complete story. They're just like, Rory has a monkey? And you're like, Right, yeah. It's, what? It's just... You go, what the fuck? Not, that was literally an episode. Yeah, and I, I didn't watch that episode, and thank God, I didn't watch that episode. <laughs> literally the whole time, he's, he's in the beginning, he's like, I really want a monkey. And they're like, you can't have a monkey. And then he sneaks into the house with a monkey, hides a monkey the entire episode, and then at the end, they come home from whatever the B story was or whatever, and the house is destroyed, and there's a monkey sitting there, and they're like, Rory! And then it's like credits. Is that good God. writing to you? Is that like... No. <laughs> is that the dumbest shit I've ever seen? It's up there. <laughs> it's up yeah. There. Yeah, no, no, it's... And then, of course, Whoa. next episode, that monkey's gone. There ain't no fucking monkey. And it, it's not like Friends where, you know, Marcel shows up for a season or two and... Exactly. I think it was the same no, kind of no. monkey. Was that, a, was that a capuchin? Was that what they're called? <laughs> what are those guys? I, I, I think so. Yeah, those, like, little guys. Yeah. But... Yeah, like, yeah, he was definitely underused and just not well, well written. Um, but what, why don't we get to a couple of the episodes and, and, and see what, what they tried to pull. Like, again, we were going into the come and knock on our door because, you know, um, uh, what's his name? Paul, which is John Ritter's uh, character, is trying to, you know, like his younger daughter, who we also found out is older now, but um, yeah, that was weird. I was just looking ne- up something, and I was like, "23." Even the show started. What the- <laughs> it, it is dating the guy that was dating 
uh, Kaylee Cuoco at the beginning, like in the pilot, but also basically cheating on her in the pilot. So, yeah, so so now he's like dating uh, the, the other one. And, uh, yeah, it goes into a whole Three's Company sequence. Then when actual Paul goes to um, the, uh, what is it? It, it was, he was house sitting for his uncle or something, I think. The the guy uh, Dylan, I think I think that's what he was. Yeah, what the story. Oh, that's why was. He, that apartment was there or something. Yeah, that's why, he was that's there. why that apartment was sure. there. So yeah, like uh, his youngest daughter, uh, um, uh, Carrie, goes you know to the apartment to meet uh, Rory. Uh, not Rory to meet Dylan. That's a different show. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> incest. Oh, that, that'd be a much different show. Maybe a better show. <laughs> um and. Uh, Paul, uh, you know, like gets in, you know, like he, he, uh, he opens the door, gets in and he's like waiting. He's, he's looking around and he actually does the three's company flip over the couch. Mm-hmm. That's why it's like, that's the only time I got to see him do the physical humor. And being that they already referenced three's company earlier in the episode, he did his famous, yeah, you know, like, okay, he backed into the couch and wound up flipping over it it reminded there was something i don't remember what show it was but there was some show where i think uh dick van dyke played the father type of the main cast or whatever and oh, uh, he, he he was the grand enough. was he the f- grandfather on that no 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 he was the dad uh dick van dyke on that one really i'm, I'm you, pretty sure are you talking about dick van patten oh that's dick van patten <laughs> i was like wait oh wait dick <laughs> no, Dick Van Dyke. So, like, you remember Dick on Van the Dick, Dyke. Oh, the Dick uh, Van my, Dyke my show, the classic opening, he walks in and trips over the ottoman. Oh. Right. So, yeah, like, yeah, yeah so there was some other the show, like the 90s or whatever it was, where he played the grandfather and he showed up in an episode and he walks into the house, trips over the ottoman. <laughs> and he goes, you should really move that or something like that. And it was that kind of little <laughs> callback to his classic. Yeah. So this is what this kind of reminded me of because he comes into this apartment that is still set up in the exact way from Three's Company, yes. even though it's yes, you it's know, just modernized, decorated a little bit, modernized yeah. or whatever. And he trips over the same step that he always tripped over on the yeah. show. So those little callbacks <laughs> are fun, but yeah, then he does the whole flip over the couch. Yep, and yeah, that that, that episode, you know, that those were the highlights of the episode. Well, the ending, you got to talk about the ending where he wakes up in bed. Yeah, oh, yes. I was kind of yes. waiting for like Suzanne Summers or somebody to be laying next to him. Yep. But we don't That's what I thought. we don't get Joyce DeWitt or Suzanne Summers. Who does he wake up next to? <laughs> he wakes up to Don Knotts as Mr. Furley. <laughs> yeah. And again, what if he's willing to do a cameo and be furly what a great thing this could have been exactly and what do they do whoop 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 whoop, whoop. cut credits yeah uh, it's like it like like he kind of like blah, 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 and he goes i knew then, you, you know, like, i always knew you were a fruit or something like that yes yes that, that that's it and you're like and that that then he wakes up and then yeah credits this is the problem with this fucking show bro is it's okay. I'm not going to sit here and say it's the worst show I've ever seen. I've definitely seen worse shows. No. It is so perfectly bland and average and boring that it's disappointing because of all the amazing people involved and the potential 
that's the big word. There's put the so much in the show fucking is, potential. Yes, yes. Between the actors, actresses on the show, the the setup. Yeah, there's so many things they they could have done. And again, the callbacks. Yeah, like with, with Three's Company, <laughs> you could callbacks with Married with Children. It's like you could do so many things, and you you just kind of waste it. Yeah, that's what that's what hurts the most. Um, <laughs> you you gotta wonder. Did you look into the creators at all? Because I didn't. I wonder who was behind this, and or if it was like a a passion thing for Ritter. Maybe he wanted to come back, and it just feels so um, slapped together that they didn't even think about the possibilities. Well, uh, apparently it was derived from a book, the, like, oh, yeah. the so, series name, and and the premise were from a book by. Uh, do you w. know Bruce the eight Cameron. simple rules that they're referring to? Yes, the there there are. I have those eight simple rules. <laughs> I took a picture of this too because I was like, oh. Yes, no, number one. What what is number one, Jay? Use your hands on my daughter, and you'll lose them afterwards. Ah, yes, yes. Number two, you you make her cry, I make you cry. Number three, safe sex is a myth. Anything you try will be hazardous to your health. <laughs> Number four, bring her home late. There is no next date. <laughs> Number five, if you pull into my driveway and honk, you better be <laughs> dropping off a package because you're sure not picking anything up. Only delivery men honk. Date, dates ring doorbells once. Yes. Yeah, and, and in fact, in the uh, pilot episode, Dylan was honking his horn, and then finally comes to the door, and we are treated to this rule. So, uh, number six, <laughs> no, no, no complaining while you're waiting for her. If you're bored, change my oil. Number seven, if your pants hang off your hips, I'll gladly secure them with my staple gun. <laughs> And number eight, dates must be in a crowded public place. In, in crowded public places, you want romance? Read a book. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, there actually are rules, so that must be part of the book. Was it like a self-help book or some? Was it weird? Like, or was it a funny, like a comedy book? I guess it was a comedy book, like because again, this show is based on the premise of the book. It's like when they made that William Shatner show with the like weird shit my dad says. Wasn't that like based on like a oh, Twitter a says. Twitter account or something? Yep, 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 yep. Yeah, actually, I, I, I'll admit, I, I there were parts of that show I actually kind of liked. I don't know if I ever caught it to be honest. It, it, it was actually pretty funny, like at times, and other times it's like, uh, yeah. Uh, Everyone tells right. me I have to watch that. Was it Boston Legal? He was on that was really funny or something. Oh yes, yeah, Boston Legal. That yeah, that was a different. Uh, I heard that he was really funny different. on that show, but I've never seen it. Well, that, that's one we can uh, take a look back on. <laughs> what, uh, Although uh, I, I don't know, was that more though really a drama though? I don't think that was necessarily a comedy. I don't know. Didn't see. I heard he had like, dementia and he was funny or something. Um. Was this show reran on Comedy Central? Because some of the videos I found were had the Comedy Central logo. Yes, the show was rerun on Comedy Central. That I did not expect because usually you got to get it, to a certain amount of episodes, and this this seems real fucking no oh, edge oh, for Comedy Central. I, I I'll, I'll say this though. You know what? I don't know if it was run on Comedy Central U.S. Okay. Comedy Central U.K. 
had the rights. Okay, because I saw one video. I think it was even on the IMDb where the trailer was playing, but it had that little Comedy Central logo, and I was like, no way. I don't feel like Comedy Central would air this bland shit. (laughs) They they usually got to have a little bit of edge to them, you know? Yeah, normally the Comedy Central shows do have that. But, uh, yeah, it's... Yeah, well, anyway, what, why don't we go to the other season one episode we were t- talking about? You, you mentioned the Doyle wedding. Mm-hmm. So this is where you have and, your Ratzenberger and Shelley Long. Yes, of Cheers fame. Now, again, let's let's pull from the talented people from other sitcoms. Mm-hmm. Well, the Shelley Long connection. So we just had, we talked about Modern Family last episode. I told you she yep. was the um, Al Bundy's wife. She was Ed O'Neill's ex-wife. In right, Modern Family, and now about. she's mm-hmm. in here with Katie Seagal. So now she's worked with Al Inpeg. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. I'm telling you, everything we talk about comes back to Married with Children. You can't escape it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Married with Children is the center of the universe. Isn't that weird? It is weird. <laughs> it's just facts. The center of the sitcom universe is. It is facts. <laughs> but, yeah, so the, the, uh, the two of them, they play neighbors that are very straight-laced, yeah, yeah, uptight. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, Shelly Long actually was probably the funniest part of this episode. Yeah. She she plays the real proper, real. they're a real nerdy family, and she's got Very this little, so. little catchphrase she keeps doing, yeah, yeah, yeah. That actually made me laugh. Yes. And, and, and yeah, there were, there, there were little bits of that that I was like, okay, yeah, th- th- this is kind of funny. Who do kids know John Ratzenberger as? Well, he was Cliff. From Cheers, mm-hmm. the the uh, the uh, well of yeah, kids won't know him from that. Yeah, <laughs> yes, many kids know. They'll like, know him from the, the Toy Marvel Story movies, comedy. though. But they will know him from the Toy Story uh, movies. Uh, like uh, uh, he was the pig, the the pig Ham, bank. right? Was that his name? Ham. Yeah. And he is in every. Well, he was up to a point in every Pixar movie. Oh yeah, that's right. Um, he had a, like a thing. He was a. Like e- even if it's one scene, mm-hmm. he he was just at least in one scene he would be a voice actor. So, yeah, J- John Ratzenberger was Mr. Pixar for for a long time. So th- in, this in episode, recent times I don't know if he is. What was the running joke with Bridget where she don't she had knew the older son of theirs from school? Yes, as 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 dorky Donnie. And he was real dork, and she was kind of avoiding him the whole episode. But her sister. Laid eyes on him, and he had now become like uh, a handsome young man. But she didn't want yep. her sister to know because it was funnier that way, right? So, and then uh, the the Hennessys that that is the family, by the way, of John Ritter and, and uh, Katie Seagal. Uh, they're invited now to the wedding of uh, Doyle's uh, one daughter. Paul gets to uh, do a, like a little roast, little intro thing there, and uh, Kitty Seagal, um, uh, Kate, she gets to actually sing. So and here, let me say this too. So this is an episode, and usually I would I would never say this because wedding episodes are boring. This family, this weird ass family, is is kind of the best part of the episode. Ratzenberger and his wife. Yeah. This is one time where two-thirds of the episode isn't even at the wedding. It's them talking about the fucking wedding the entire episode. And then you get, like, two minutes of the wedding, and it's over. Yeah. And and, and then, finally, uh, Bridget, uh, Kaylee Cuoco, 
sees Dorky Donnie and he's no longer dorky and she and is quite smitten. I'm the first one to bitch about boring ass wedding episodes, but now you have a family that actually it could be you could have made it a weird like maybe they have weird things going on at the wedding, a weird rituals, yep. all this weird shit. And you don't even do it. You spend two thirds of the episode. The family's trying to make up excuses of why they can't go. Mm hmm. You're like, fuck you. This you finally bring in some guest stars that are way more interesting than all of you. And then you're just going to talk about how you don't want to go to the and then boom, you go to the wedding and it's over. Oh, although again, I, I wasted, say, uh, wasted what, potential. Well, what, what one thing about the avoidance? I love how uh, 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 Shelley Long, her, her character brings up Kate's condition. Oh, yeah. Because what what every time Kate sees her in like the parking lot at like um, she drops her keys. at the store. She, she she drops her keys so she can avoid. So basically, Shelley Long keeps thinking that oh, she's got a condition. She she can't hold on to her keys. The the funny the funniest part of it was the way she worded it too. She's like, and it takes you like an awful long time to write yourself because she's probably just hiding behind the fucking car waiting for her to leave. You yep. Know? But the way she again, I think Shelley Long is the funniest part of this episode. I was pretty impressed. That's yep. why later in one of the episodes we watch when she's replaced. I was kind of yeah. sad because I was like, same here. She was actually like the bright spot for a moment there. And, and again, who was she replaced by? But more sitcom. Yeah. Like a uh, uh, big name. Yeah, Shirley. Or whatever, but Laverne and Shirley. Yeah. Shirley from Laverne and Shirley, Cindy Williams herself. And she doesn't so, even do that. Yeah. 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 Nope. She didn't do the, I yeah, kept yeah, waiting yeah. for her to do it. In, she in didn't fact, do it. In fact, they, they didn't uh, let her do as much the talking as the wife in this one. It, it was more John Ratzenberger. So the Doyle, I mean, the Doyle wedding, it's, it's not a great episode. It's like a, whatever it's. Yeah. But on some of those top 10 lists, we, we uh, yeah, were looking it for was up there. Yeah. Do Doyle wedding was what? One of the ones. It's, well, that's the thing is when you have a, a lake full of shit, <laughs> You're going to catch it. Any fish you catch is going to be, I guess, one of the better. Well, it's the same as the rest of them, but it's a little better because there's less shit on it. I don't know. Right. Yeah. And then we go into season two, the the follow-up episode to this, it, which is uh, episode four, which is Donnie Goes AWOL, where Donnie, dorky Donnie, um, he, uh, uh, what it, it, the, his his parents are... Uh, sending him a video letter. So they give the video camera to Paul and Kate to give to Bridget to you know send a message to Donnie. The and only note I took on this episode is literally Donnie goes AWOL, replace Mrs. Doyle, fuck this show. <laughs> <laughs> That's literally the only note I took on. Oh, man. Yeah. But yeah, so what what happens is, uh, of course, Don, Donnie gets the video message, right. and he's watching it with a, a lot of his Navy buddies, and they're all watching it together as as Bridget she breaks Bridget up with breaks him. Breaks up with him, yeah. <laughs> so of course now he goes AWOL to try to win her back, run away with her to to win her back. So of course he breaks into. You know, the uh, Hennessy house. John Ritter goes downstairs with what? Oh, the, was it a toilet brush? Yes, a toilet brush. He beats brush. the shit out of the intruder with a toilet brush? 
Yeah, see, he beats the shit out of Donnie. Like, yes, that that's at Annapolis, like <laughs> training to be in the Navy with a toilet brush. And I, I want I want people who listen to the show to notice this, because a lot of times we'll go scene by scene. We'll talk about the, the, the great jokes and the funny jokes. We're skimming through a lot of these episodes because there's not that many good jokes to talk about. That's right. And I'm perfectly okay with it. <laughs> I was wondering no, if you I'm, were going to go. I'm with you. Because I know you like to do that. You like to go the scene by scene, talk about each joke, good jokes. I'm very happy that you also realize there's not much there to fucking talk about jokes. in any of these fucking episodes because there's no good jokes. There's really not. Right. There's once, a, yeah. once a, maybe once an episode, you'll get a little glimmer of something that, again, potential. A yeah, little, little snicker, but that's about it. Yeah. Yeah, so, so basically, at, at the end of this episode, yeah, Bridget is convinced by, by, by her father to, because she can't decide whether she wants to date Dan, uh, Donnie or to date this other guy. I, I forget what his name was. Doesn't matter. <laughs> but anyway. Nothing uh, really she decides matters. The, 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 the right thing to do is to let Donnie go. You know, don't don't ruin his career in the navy for her. Mm-hmm. Actually, this or, was right, right, Yeah, don't ruin his navy uh, career for the show. Actually, but anyway, the best <laughs> laugh in the episode might have been this moment where she comes in and Ritter goes, "I'm so proud of you," and she goes, "Well, it was actually you. Like something you you told me not to be selfish or whatever." And he goes, "Oh my god, you listened." And she goes, "Well, actually, this other guy is kind of hotter anyway." And he goes, "No, no, no, you listened. You listened. You can't take mm-hmm. it back." And that's like one second. Of like funny Ritter, right. and and unfortunately, those are basically his last scenes. Yeah, this is the last episode he was alive for, right? Correct. Something I read said that they were this episode they were shooting was also nixed, so I guess they were shooting something with uh, a cameo by what's his uh, Henry Winkler was not going to be in an episode. Oh, uh, again, <laughs> right? <laughs> Talking about sitcom Fon- royalty, Fonzie uh, from Happy Days. Henry Winkler was <laughs> going to be in. He was he was actually on set when he had his heart attack oh my so that God. whatever that episode was i believe they scrapped it and just i yeah. think they were all too un- 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 understandably right. so so yeah oh. that w- whatever oh, those scenes what? are we'll never whatever his actual last scenes were we'll never know because they <laughs> mixed that episode I, I i will say though the episode that you pointed out in season one mm-hmm. That was actually pretty good too. There was more funny moments in this one. It was called what? A uh, picture? A picture's worth a thousand words? Is that what it's called? Yeah, pi- picture's worth a thousand words. Was that Jason and, uh, Pri- Priestley? Is that who that guest star I, was? I think so, but I, I wasn't really concerned with him. I was more concerned with Robert Guillaume <laughs> Benson. Benson, yeah, the the butler of his. So the very quickly, the premise was there was a, a was he a sports writer or sports? Well. Yeah, he used to be a sports writer. Paul used to be a sports writer. Now he's like a lifestyle columnist for the newspaper. And this guy asks him to write his book. Like the biography for this um, uh, race car driver. Right. So he has to, like, they go to their first, like, million dollar mansion. And you have a little bit of the, you know, the the poor family in the rich house having a little bit of fun with that. There's a few moments that yep. are like kind of funny. And I think that's Jason Priestley. I'm trying to look it up here. I don't remember what the, yeah, it's Jason Priestley who was a guest star for, he played the driver uh, who wanted him to write the book. And right. he's actually fucking hysterical in this episode. He, he He's funny, but. And Benson, of the, course, the butler. The, the, the scenes with Robert yeah. Guillaume, he doesn't have many lines. 
I never knew but his real name. Owns- it's Robert Robert Guillaume. Yeah, Robert Guillaume. I knew I'll call him Benson. <laughs> yeah. He is funny but, as shit. Most people this, yeah. knew him as that. <laughs> yeah. But but yeah, Robert Guillaume owned every scene he was in. He did. They were both yeah, they were both very funny. <laughs> like even with the so the, Rory ends up stealing something from the rich man's house and basically costing his father the job because they had they caught him on camera or something. Uh he, he Right. But 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 not that they caught Rory on camera. They caught the dad trying to return the thing on camera, but then playing with like the cup thing, the trophy you know, like of, racing cup trophy. Yeah. The NAS would it be the NASCAR equivalent of the Heisman, whatever. The fuck. I guess. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, it was. It's got some funny moments. Like the, the thing I like. That's why I do like the Rory character, the young son, is because he's he tends to get the the more raw jokes, the not hearty jokes. Like the yeah. the moment where he's like, "Oh, that was took a lot of guts for you to tell me what you did and come clean and anything you want, anything in, within my ability, I will yeah. do for you." You know, it's like anything, and then, yeah, and anything. Then- and instead of him going, "Can you give my dad the book job?" He goes, "Can I have that tape?" Because it was funny <laughs> of his dad sneaking around the guy's bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> and that was that was one moment where you're like you're starting to lean toward what the show should be almost could be yeah and i i do think that the moments i like the most are with rory just kind of being a dick mm-hmm. yeah I, I definitely can see that because the daughters it always ends in like you said that sappy piano music dad dad you were right or mom i love you and it's you don't get a lot of that with Rory. He's always kind of the funny one, mm-hmm. which I prefer. Yeah, and you know, it's it's a sitcom. Yeah, we we can have heart filled moments in that, but can we get a Rory spinoff? You, know, you, you, you don't <laughs> want to just use the same formula over and over and over and over. At least, especially when it's not working in the first place. I think also with him, you just can't make period jokes, which I was glad to get a fucking break from the period jokes. Right. Period. Um. <laughs> sorry, but um. We'll we'll jump to the third season because, well, why not? The last season of this show, now the steady characters are, as you said, as the grandpa, you have James Garner, and you have David Spade as CJ, who is the nephew of uh, Katie Seagal. The the weird thing I noticed this season is they almost tried to flip it to a workplace sitcom. Did you notice that? Well, I, I know, like, she, you know, she gets the job as uh, the school nurse. Mm-hmm. And then the, and mm-hmm. then uh, David Spade gets a teaching job or a sub job yep. at the school. Yeah, sub. And they start doing a lot more episodes at the school with the other teachers and stuff. And it almost feels like they're trying to reformat a little bit. Yeah. Well, plus also, a lot of the show is now not focused on the kids. That is true. The show that is, is very more true. focused on Kate. It's focused on CJ. It's focused on the grandfather. It's it's focused on everybody but the kids now. <laughs> yeah, that is kind of true. And except for the one we are going to discuss, the main episode that we're going to discuss, that was all at home mm-hmm. with the the Ed O'Neill guest starring. But a lot of those third season ones that I did watch were I think I got, I think I watched about ten or eleven of these fucking things, and I. None of these shows have felt like homework like this one did. Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, am I fucking done yet? <laughs> I, I felt like freaking uh, 
South Park season one uh, when when the clone of Stan. It's like me bad, <laughs> <Yeah>. me bad. <laughs> <It's-> <laughs> no, dude, Shelly's bad. Um, Jesus Christ, man. Yeah, is this was a hard watch. This was a hard watch show. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, it's it's like they they were trying everything. The first, I think at first they were trying for all the the the, the sitcom uh, you know nostalgia you know, like and good faith uh, to to you know float this uh, forward and uh, yeah by by the end it became a floater. Um, <laughs> One show I hope we do discuss someday because it's a weird study in sitcoms is a show that actually another married with children tie-in is uh, Up All Night with Christina Applegate. I don't remember that one. It was a show. It ran two seasons. The first season is a workplace comedy. It didn't work. It was an NBC show. Season two, they decided to reformat, made it a home family sitcom. Didn't work. And season Mm. three, they were going to go live, like make it a live show. Oh, But it was canceled right before they started filming the third season. Got it. But it's a weird study. They'd covered every gamut they could trying to save this show. It was her and uh, Will Arnett. And, okay. um, shit, what's the... Oh, but, but, by the way, a, a belated uh, happy 50th to Christina Applegate. She just turned uh, 50, I think, last week. My first true love. Oh, there we go. What's the what's the half black chick from SNL that I can't remember her fucking name? Who was funny as shit? I want to say Mia something. No? Oh, uh, oh, God. Uh, um, um, Maya Rudolph. Maya Rudolph. Yes, she was also on that show. I love her. Oh, okay. Oh, she's funny. So great cast, but a weird, weird sitcom to talk about. So hopefully someday we'll get there. Uh, what was this? So we want to talk about Old Flame. Yes, Old Flame was the third season episode that uh, we, we're going to talk about because it was hard to get the third season episodes because, well, they're not on streaming. I don't ever want to watch another episode on Daily Motion. Holy shit! All the ads popping up and the shit freezing up. Yeah, I was like, what's yeah, going and, on? And and not. Ads popping up where a commercial would be. No, just ad, they're in the middle of a sentence and an ad pops up. And then when the actual video ads pop up, you got to watch the same one two or three times in a row. Yep. But so this is an episode where Katie has an old boyfriend and she sends him an email and it's... Well, well she, she was thinking of sending the email mm-hmm. and Davis Spade decided for her, CJ. <laughs> to, quick note on David Spade. How do you feel about him on this show? Well, it's it's odd because David Spade a lot of times plays that like real assholeish type of character, and I could see they were kind of going for that a little bit on here, but at the same point, like like a softer version. He's Finch, Finch uh, uh, Junior. So, yes, yeah, uh, Finch Light. <laughs> yeah, David Spade. I mean, this just shoot me. Rulesman, he's the same character on all three shows. Oh yeah, yeah. B- basically, he, he knows how to play that character. Rules of engagement. He has money. Is the only difference, I think. Yeah. Um. This one, yeah. He's like I said, neutered. Uh. He he's not allowed to be as raunchy as right. as you need him to be to be successful in this part. But he's still funny. He's funny. Regard re- and like actually, I found myself laughing a little more because of him. But but not as. Loud as I would have laughed on, yeah, as Finch on Just Shoot Me or on Rules of Engagement. Do you feel like they cut away right before every good joke, though? Yeah, it does seem, it seem like, oh. He said, he'll he say a funny thing, and you can tell he's about to, you, the thing you think he's about to say is going to be way funnier the next thing, and then they cut mm-hmm. away, and they you don't get it. You're always, you're always just about to come, and they don't let you come. <laughs> 
That fucking comedy calm, give it to me. Wait. I oh shouldn't God, do this while I also <laughs> I meant this as an anger fist, but now it looks like a <laughs> Oh my god. You're reminding me of that old that old uh uh, what's your game show? Uh, what, what what was it? A celebrity concentration or something like that? I thought you were about where... to say celebrity concentration camp. I was like, holy shit! No, 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 <laughs> that was a very good <laughs> game show. But um, underneath the the tiles, like when you would answer and you, you would like uh, uncover a tile. Well, there was this one. It was what was it? Snake Charmer. Oh God! And <laughs> the picture of Charmer was this Mr. Peanut looking dude. Uh, he had like a top hat and he was doing this like thing like this. I think it was like with a cane and yeah, it didn't look good because also it, it looked like it was going towards the snake and I'm like, what, what the <laughs> hell? You're like, because you only saw pieces of the puzzle and when they uncovered the whole thing, it's like, oh, this is no better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I think I did see that on like a game show bloopers. Yes, it's right up. Oh, it's, it's right up there with the chick on the the newlywed game. He's like, "Where's the strangest place you've ever made whoopee? Made whoopee in the butt?" <laughs> <laughs> They're like, "What?" Yes, that that uh, that, that is the classic yeah. game show blooper. Uh, like th- those two are definitely on like every reel. <laughs> but the yeah, you know, the the David Spade character does seem like it's gonna go. So- yeah. He's funny. It's, He's probably my second favorite character on the show. I mean, I I, I loved what, when he was you know back in the day on Saturday Night Live. I, I still love also when he would on occasion also improvise and throw off the other characters. It's fucking bizarre. There's a I think he was on Howard Stern or something talking about his um, his assistant or something that tried to kill him. Oh my god! Yeah, he had like a wacky assistant or something that tried to beat the Jeez. like i don't know if they had a gun or they were beating the shit out of him or something but he like yeah he had, the guy had issues he had a key to his house and everything he just came into his house in the middle of the night that's that's pretty freaking scary yeah and he's a little guy i mean he's not a very big dude oh, oh yeah no he, he he's a short dude and, and and very lanky i like david spade a lot though i always think he's funny he does play the same character mm-hmm. on every show but at least it's a fun character so you can't bitch too much exactly uh, i wish they gave him a little more edge in the show but i mean it's an abc tgif show i guess you're telling me so right whatever uh this episode though yeah he helps he's he sends that email and we get ed o'neill climbing through kate's window as this former high school now i mandela affected this fucking episode because i swore there was more married with children references in this fucking thing oh okay i remembered this episode quite differently with like callbacks Mm -hmm. and shit and there's not really uh, any, right? No, no, re- re- really not. I was so confused when I was, I was like, I wanted so badly <laughs> to remember a better show that I <laughs> yeah, just. Yeah, I was going to say, like, you started putting things into it. Yeah, you know, like. Damn. Yeah, no, I fucking totally remembered so many callbacks. And, and I, there was, I don't think there was a single one. I, I don't think so. But at the same point, you could see the chemistry between Ed O'Neill and Katie Seagal. Yeah, it's like, it was definitely there. That easily played off each other. So again, you have you have this. I guess the A story is him showing up and whisking her away on the motorcycle, and she's trying to have this this wild night. And he's he's acting like he oh I'm rich and I'm free and I'm gonna take you you know around and we're gonna do all the things that we talked about when we were young. Mm-hmm. And then you just keep cutting back to these boring ass characters standing in a hallway talking to her door because they think she's still in her bedroom. Right. So you have 
five fucking characters that you don't do any interesting stories with besides literally cut back to them way too many times standing at a doorway going, we're sorry, mom, we didn't mean it. Please come out. What the fuck? Do anything else. Do anything interesting. Please. Yeah. No, no, it it was definitely uh, misuse. Like, again, you could have let Spade do more. Like, again, he did some things. Like, uh, he made them dinner, although it it, it did sound pretty And Yeah, what's the joke? I made ham. It's not good. It's like, I, I made ham with grape jelly and marshmallows. Make that was the. So you know what you do. Okay. You know what you do when you're a fucking sitcom and you have David Spade about to make a terrible dinner. You let us watch him make the fucking dinner and be funny. Yep. Exactly. You don't cut to the fucking table <laughs> with a shitty looking <laughs> ham and go. It looks bad. Yeah. You, you. You go. You. You show him like reading the cookbook. Ah, uh, see. It says uh, put sugar. I don't have sugar. Uh, uh, marshmallows will do. Exactly. Yeah, like, like that. You do anything <laughs> other than what they did. They exactly. literally cut to the table with him in a hand. Mm-hmm. Like, and they're all like, ooh, that smells gross. And he's like, I tried my best. And that's like it. Mm-hmm. And then you go back to standing five characters in a fucking hallway talking to a door. Apologize. It's like, that's what I'm saying. Is like these people don't understand how fucking writing works. Comedy works. I don't. Yeah, it, it was complete misuse of every talent on that show. <laughs> and you know what? I would have fucking killed for a David Spade cooking a fucking ham dinner moment at this point. Because this was one yep. of the later ones I watched. I'm like, fuck. Just give me something. And he could have done it. He would have pulled it off and it would have been probably fucking hysterical. Right. And unfortunately, we got none Even of Even if you threw yeah, in some they- physical comedy where he's covered in fucking whatever, you know. Mm. Any of it. No, we don't get any of that shit. So, I mean, yeah, you get... Ed O'Neill and Katie Seagal hanging out in a clock tower and we're going to kiss the gargoyle. That's the thing that apparently the kids did. Right. I mean, it's okay. And it's like, Mm. again, he's just a guest star. So it's not like maybe if you were building to a relationship with this character, it would have more of an impact. They're not. I mean, it's a one episode gig. So Right. Because it it, it turns out he is still married. He's still a roofing salesman. mm -hmm. And... Yeah. So again, maybe uh, uh, the episode I had in my head was even slightly better than this bullshit because I thought there was Married with Children (laughs) references. I remembered fucking Married with Children references. They're not even in this episode. Nah. nah, I had to make up my own enjoyment of this episode back in the day when I saw it, apparently. Yeah, it's definitely a sitcom that falls short in many areas. Again, lots of potential. Lots of potential. And you have lots of talent, but completely miswritten, misused. One weird weird fact I found when I was looking for the location, when I was Googling like where it takes place, about the Michigan yeah. thing. They said this is the same house from the show Sister, Sister. And I, I, they must mean the exterior. Oh, really? I don't, I oh, don't think it's the set, but I'm thinking maybe they mean the exterior of the house. Because mm. that show also possible. did take place in Detroit. Ah, okay. So. Yeah, I, I, I did not realize that. I remember liking that show as a kid, but I wonder how well that holds up. Probably not well. I'm not that was sure. Jack we, we, A. and de- mm-hmm. I forget what the dad's name, but yeah. he was actually kind of funny. But but, but de- definitely another one we can uh, you know so, so swing back around to in in our uh, watching quest. The only other episode <laughs> that I... de- de- definitely the, the, this this uh, 
this quest uh, came up with a lot of uh, fool's gold. <laughs> <laughs> the only other episode that like had any moments, I think I, I sent you a picture. What's the guy that we knew from the Bob Newhart show? Shit, 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 shit. Uh, he shows up. There's an episode where they, I think they go to Florida. They're they're on spring break and uh, Rory befriends the old man, and it's the actor from. The Bob Newhart show that we had discussed. He he's an actor that used to show up on Home Improvement a lot too. Oh, oh, what was it? Um, Tom Poston. Yes, right? there you go. Yeah, Tom Poston. Yep. Yeah, he uh, he showed up on a lot of episodes of Home Improvement. I remember that too. Yeah, as yeah, different characters, I believe. <laughs> I love when an actor does that. It's like, oh, you, you may remember him from season one as you know, like guy standing in doorway. <laughs> he would be like, oh, we're on a road trip and they go to some shitty gas station and he's like the old douchebag behind the. Yeah, that's behind the yeah, that's the kind of. And then yeah. he would be a different like, oh, now he's in a hardware store. Oh, now he's here. Now he's here. Yeah. And I think they might have even done the old brother joke. Like, oh, that's my brother from whatever. Yeah. We'll talk oh, about him again, I'm sure, when we get to that show. Oh, yeah, well, definitely. Newhart. We'll, we'll definitely uh, hit on uh, Tom Poston. But, yeah, that episode, I think, was called uh, Good Moms Gone Bad. So the joke is that he, that Rory's hanging out with him, and he's, like, a mm-hmm. bad influence on the kid. <laughs> so they're they're telling Rory, like, um, you got to find friends who are more mature. And he's, like, a fucking old man. So, I mean, there, there was, like, good <laughs> moments with him, but that's about it. Again, it's nah. the guest stars are the best part of fucking eight simple rules. Yeah, the guest stars are the, the best part, but again, they don't utilize even them enough. They're mis- yeah. yeah, even they're misused. Shoot, is there anything else you want to cover on this shit heap? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> this is definitely the bottom show of the ones we've watched so far. I did put up our little ranking list, and yeah, I think this is definitely the this is the new bottom. This is this is the power bottom. <laughs> there's the ranking list and this is the stanking this list yeah a... like this <laughs> this didn't stink this stank. like i said don't get me wrong there are worse there are far worse shows but oh oh god this, yes th- because of the there, potential there are shows that lasted one episode so <laughs> be, be forewarned they, they're out there yeah pour one out for your homies on this one <laughs> <laughs> Rest in peace, John Ritter. We do love you. Yes. Uh, eight simple and again, rules we, we, and we, we, Bride of Chucky, notwithstanding. <laughs> yeah, and, and and we will at some point do Three's Company, yeah. and yeah, you know, like it, it, John Ritter will be in a much better light in that show. I don't know if we can cover uh, Three's a Crowd. I don't know if that's available anywhere. Yeah, that one I'm not sure because I think that was only one season as well. Now right? that I've covered this uh, show, I can probably <laughs> happily sell these pieces of shit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Season one and season two, and like we talked about, season three has not been released on DVD in any form. Nope. It's well, well, season two, as as you find out, Lionsgate had acquired the rights, and especially at the time of this, Lionsgate was a company that was basically only known for like Saw, like real before Saw, real shitty horror movies. But then Saw became their big yeah. baby. I think. Well, unfortunately, this big big baby messed itself. <laughs> Fuck yes, it did. <laughs> <laughs> that girl does not look 23 years old by the what the fuck how is no 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 and and the ca- crazy part is kaylee cuoco she's supposed to be the older sister she does look to be the older sister in fact she looks like too old to be in high school but she was basically at that edge i think she was like, only she 16 started, when like, it started she was 18, I, think. I think she was 16 yeah. 17 18 in the show yeah yeah oh well well eight simple rules uh we knew you well we wish we didn't, but 
<laughs> we knew you. I watched a kind of sitcom related movie the other day that I remembered from my youth but hadn't seen it forever was the Leave It to Beaver movie. Oh my god! You ever see that shit? I I I I, for, I forgot about like that that trend of like let's take an old sitcom and let's make let's make a motion picture out of what it. What annoyed me was I was at Universal Studios, uh, the the tour in Hollywood. When I was like sixteen, I think. Mm-hmm. And they, we were on the back lot, and they were like, "Oh, there's the Leave It to Beaver house." And in my head, I was like, "Oh, that's from the show." Watching this movie, I'm like, "Oh, it's the fucking from the movie Leave It to Beaver movie." Yeah, not you not, not, the, not the TV me. show you version. You fucking lied to me. <laughs> it's like it's not the good Leave It to Beaver house. This is that Leave It to Beaver. The house. only good thing <laughs> was that uh, some of the old cast members from the Leave It to Beaver show were in the movie. The original mom, June, was the now the grandmother in this. And was what's the mm-hmm. friend Wally? Yeah. He was um Wally's dad in this. Gee, Wally. Yeah, so he was <laughs> So the new Wally was Wally Jr. and then the original Wally now was his dad, which I there's a cute few few little cameos like that. You're like, oh, okay, I get it. But Oh, that's pretty yeah. cool. Other than that, it's a real like made for kids. Which is the thing that I the main issue I have with a lot of these when you bring them back, Fuller House and like um Girl Meets World, oh, stuff right. like that, where you go aim for the audience that loved the show originally. Like, don't make it a kid's show again. That doesn't make sense to me. Right. Fuller House, I feel no, like... I I, I, I I totally get what you're saying because... Yeah, it may, it's a weird choice, and they do that a lot, and this this mm-hmm. felt like that. It seemed like if you're aiming for the people who liked Leave it to Beaver, <laughs> aim for their age now. Don't aim for their age then. Because right. they're fucking... Oh, I mean, what the fucking Leave It to Beaver come on? The 60s? 50s? Yeah. They're fucking 70 years old. They don't want to watch a fucking kids movie. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, at this, at this point, it's, you know, Leave It to Beaver means like that's part of their last will and testament. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> my money, Leave It to Beaver. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. This don't have much time on this. That's the, the funniest thing you've ever said. That's amazing. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Shit, I don't know if you're going to get better now. You might want to call it. <laughs> uh, thank you very much. Good night. <laughs> oh, man. Do we know what we're covering next week? We don't yet, right? No, we, we don't have. A, Christmas. You know Is what? that Christmas we, yet? We, I know what it's not. Eight simple rules. <laughs> Len, oh, I know what we were also talking about. Actually, in a couple of weeks, we're getting into Christmas time. Mm-hmm. And I think we may have some surprises. Yes. Yes. So... Yes, be prepared for some festive uh, funnies. It's not a show we've ever mentioned before, I don't think. So. Never, no, not I once, don't think so. Never. Not, not a nope. hundred times? Nope, not a hundred, <laughs> not a thousand. <laughs> not, not, not even, like, like put, putting that show into other shows. Or, no, 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 none of that. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> shit. You know, if if you want to reach out to us, you know, please, please do uh, contact us at sitcommyface at gmail.com. Uh, you can also hit our Facebook page at facebook.com slash sitcommyface. And we're Twitter at sitcommyface. Damn right, dude. And if they want to uh, join onto your uh, Twitch there, JJ. Twitch.tv slash bidwellfog, B-I-D-W-E-L-L-F-O-G. And me, I am... Uh, Twitch.tv slash netnick191. Yeah, yeah, yeah. N-E-T-N-I-C-K. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well. 
And, and anything else you want to plug there, uh, JJ? Just my butt, because it's seeping. Okay. It's seeping out eight simple rules. <laughs> well, eight simple somethings. You got a bad case of the eight simple rules. <laughs> well, I guess for... I was going to say for eight simple rules. <laughs> no! <laughs> for sitcom my face... I've been Nick Franco. And I've been Jay Bidwell. And we hope you'll sitcom, sitcom my face. face. <laughs>